When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Steelers plot draft strategy just as their former star receiver Antonio Brown looks to be out of moves after a former Pittsburgh coach shuts him down cold. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. To trade up or not to trade up? That's the question facing the Steelers who lack a first-round pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. Last year, the Steelers' draft was buoyed by another trade, that being when the Steelers shipped Antonio Brown out of Pittsburgh and off to Oakland. At the time, the seemingly low return on Antonio had the Steelers being harshly criticized by their own fans. But the deal turned out to be a steal for the Steelers. This after Brown's selfish, self-absorbed, and seemingly insane antics undermined the Raiders and their new brain trust coach John Gruden and GM Mike Mayock. Then Brown botched his one-game stay with the New England Patriots and now appears to have obliterated his entire NFL career. This after a long string of bizarre behavior on social media and absolutely abhorrent words and actions directed at the mother of his children. If indeed Antonio Brown is truly done, we have a former Steelers coach to thank. I'm talking about the head man in Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians. He just brought in an aging Tom Brady to run his offense, but he will have no part in importing Antonio Brown and all his problems. This stiff arm from Arians who covets his offensive toys like no other head coach, is notably damning for the future prospects of Brown returning to the NFL. After all, the Arians is the coach who all but made Brown, turning him from a nearly anonymous sixth-round draft pick into a bona fide NFL offensive superstar. The fact that Arians now wants no part of Brown even though his new-slash-old quarterback Tom Brady would love to have Antonio's sure hands, is very, very telling and damning. So are Arian's cold comments about his flat, unflinching, 
absolutely firm decision of being done with Antonio, said Arians in a CBS interview when pressed about bringing Brown to the Bucks. Quote, no, I just know him and it's not a fit in our locker room, unquote. Words from a coach who knows the good, the bad, and the ugly of Antonio Brown all too well. I just say, wow, just wow. But that's far from the full story, and we tackle it all. The Steelers draft trade talk and the delight at Arians shutting down Antonio in this week's jam-packed Steelers Update podcast. So let's get right to it. Tim Benz, writing for TribLive.com, says Antonio to Tampa was never going to happen under Arian's watch. Still, the coach's harsh words and hard pass on Brown will more than sting. They just could poison Brown among all NFL teams. To wit, Tim Benz writes, quote, Bucks coach Bruce Arians was never going to co-sign on something like that. He doesn't have a good history with Brown going back to their days together in Pittsburgh. Plus, the Buccaneers already have two high-profile receivers in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, as well as two good tight ends in Cameron Brait and O.J. Howard. Credit Arians for being upfront about it. And something tells me that if he was this declarative about brushing off the Brown rumors, one of two things happened. Either Arians and Brady talked about it already and Brady relented, or Brady and Brown didn't bother pursuing the idea knowing how much Brown hates Arians. Actually, there's a third option, both, unquote. Not to be outdone, Pittsburgh sports talk show king Mark Madden now believes Brown is done in the NFL after those damning words from his ex-coach Arians, who said so tellingly of Brown, quote, I just know him, unquote. Madden, writing for TribLive.com, says it's not just Arians who has the book on Brown, which happens to be entitled Steer Clear. Madden writes, quote, After what's transpired since Brown left the Steelers after the 2018 season, everyone knows him. At 31, Brown should have a few good years left, but it's hard to envision a scenario in which any NFL team sees Brown as even remotely employable now that Tom Brady has forsaken him. Brown clearly overestimated his bond with Brady after the two were briefly teammates in New England. Rumors swirled that Brown would tag along wherever Brady signed. But Arians put that to rest decisively, and a receiving core of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin made Brown surplus to requirements at any rate. Brown, happy as the number three receiver in Tampa? Ha! Brown's career has reached the point where it's very legit to wonder if he's played his last NFL snap. It's impossible to imagine any NFL team 
thinking that reward outweighs risk when it comes to signing Brown. Giving him any sort of sizable guarantee would be foolhardy. Unquote. All from Mark Madden. So, have we really closed the books on Brown? Surely all of the 412 area code would be delighted to think so. I just don't know. But I do know this. That's enough for now on Antonio. There's a Steelers draft to consider, and as of now, Pittsburgh has no first-rounder. We got our first-round pick last fall in the form of Minka Fitzpatrick in that trade with the Miami Dolphins. And there will be no Monday morning quarterback about that. We are happy with Minka. But what of the Steelers' remaining draft day options? First, the facts. Here are the Steelers' draft slots as they stand right now. First round, none. Nada. Zilch. Second round, 49th overall. Third round, 102nd overall. Fourth round, 124th overall. And 135th overall. Fifth round, none. Nada. Zilch. Sixth round, 198th overall. Seventh round, 232nd overall. That is your Steelers draft as it stands right now. And then we go to Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert, a man who will never say never. But I think we can rule out the Steelers mortgaging future drafts to move up into the first round of this one especially since the coronavirus epidemic is limiting the travel of scouts to get out and see prospects at their college pro days, not to mention those long interviews over dinner. Here's Colbert as quoted by Trib Live. Quote, we'll never say we won't trade into any given round or trade out of one. I think it's highly unlikely that we could come up with any type of package that we could get back into the first round this year, unquote. Trib Live adds, quote, Colbert made it sound like 2020 wouldn't be the wisest year to mortgage much of the future to move up and get a prospect because of, quote, the uncertainty of a player we might be taking and not having all the information we've had in the past, unquote. That's a reference to the limiting scouting ability due to the coronavirus outbreak. But while face-to-face -face scouting has been curtailed, Colbert professes to like the talent he sees deep in this draft. That makes it more likely for the Steelers to stand pat especially in early rounds so they won't be giving up picks later on in the draft when a team's overall draft is either minted or botched. Again, from Trib Live, quoting Kevin Colbert, quote, I'm not really concerned about getting back in the first round because there is good depth in this draft. I feel good about who we can get in the second round and beyond, unquote. Still, don't rule out a draft day trade altogether. In fact, Adam Schefter at ESPN is reporting the Steelers could be shopping around third-year receiver James Washington for a second-round pick in 2020. And that does sound interesting. 
As for what the Steelers will do and the position the team will target with its picks, well, it's not like there's a lack of need for this team. Trib Lives, Tim Ben says the 2020 Steelers could use help at running back, wide receiver, nose tackle, inside linebacker, outside linebacker, and offensive line. The one thing he doesn't mention is quarterback, yet that's where some draft gurus are saying the Steelers will go early. Hey, one thing you have to consider in looking at the positional needs is the free agent moves already made by Colbert and company. That indicates where the biggest holes still remain to be filled by draft picks. As Trib Live notes, Colbert signed three free agents, tight end Eric Ebron, guard center Stefan Winooski, and fullback Derek Watt, in addition to trading for Baltimore Ravens defensive end Chris Warmly. Those are four great moves that the Steelers made, and those moves shore up a lot for the team. But does it do enough for the Steelers to actually think about taking a quarterback, perhaps knowing that the status quo currently behind Ben Roethlisberger just isn't good enough? I think it does. And as you know, I'm pulling for the Sooners' Jalen Hurts to fall to the Steelers. But other Pittsburgh prognosticators have different names in mind. Indeed, many a mock draft have the Steelers taking a quarterback in the early rounds, but his name is Jacob Eason. One mock draft has the Steelers taking Oklahoma defensive lineman Neville Gallimore in the second round, then following it up by grabbing former Washington Husky thrower Jacob Eason in the third round. ESPN's Todd McShay goes one better, predicting the Steelers will forgo the defensive lineman and go right for Eason with its top pick at 49. Wow. Well, that's way too much for Daniel Valente at SteelersDepot.com, who has implored draft gurus everywhere to give it a rest when it comes to predicting Pittsburgh will go QB early in the draft. He writes, quote, What better way to waste a draft class during the twilight years of your franchise quarterback in which you don't even have a first-round pick by using your second-round pick, the only selection you have in the top 100 on a quarterback? This was the brilliant idea that Todd McShay came up with in his latest mock draft for ESPN an insider article he has the Pittsburgh Steelers using their 49th overall selection on Jacob Eason, the quarterback out of Washington, unquote. Of course, this is clear sarcasm being secreted by Valente, who, if you aren't sure, sums it up this way, which makes me say, please stop mocking QBs to the Steelers. Hey, it's good advice, and I can buy Dan's argument in certain respects. Except for the fact we're talking about the most important position in all of sports, by far. And the Steelers still need to address that QB room that was exposed so badly last season after Big Ben, who, need I remind you, is 38 years old, went down with a now surgically repaired throwing elbow. I'm saying 
do not be surprised if the Steelers go QB if there's one they really like within their albeit limited reach. And of course, we'll be following it all right here every Wednesday, so stick with us. And that brings me to a personal note, and I can't be more serious, somber, and really emotional when I thank you for sticking with the Steelers Update podcast and weekly column amid the tumult and uncertainty that is the coronavirus epidemic. I offer this weekly Steelers talk during this trying time as much-needed entertainment, good-natured argument among fellow Steelers fans, and always food for thought as we ponder all things Steelers football. In short, this weekly reprieve, this regular indulgence, is our time to ponder Pittsburgh's pigskin. It's a welcome break with reality, something we all need now more than ever. This is why I continue to invite you to join me in this distraction, so we can over-obsess on Steelers football instead of over-worry about the state of the world. We can, and we will, do this throughout this seemingly endless off-season like no other, as we hope and pray for a return to normalcy and football this fall. Until then, be well, everyone. Be safe, be smart, stay healthy, so that together we can continue to talk Steelers until our favorite football team and the daily lives we so love but took for granted are back on the other side of this unprecedented pandemic. God bless, and go Steelers. And of course, come back every Wednesday. We'll be here and log on anytime for your Steelers news on PennLive.com. Thank you. <laughs>